Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Day. Oh, the weekend is so close. Lori and Julia show my talk on a seven one everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. All right, Danny, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. You're and welcome you are welcome much. too. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Thank you, Danny. It's, it's love all around that's here today. Right. Okay, this morning I'm driving to pick up my friend Marilyn, mm-hmm. so we can walk around the Mall of America. We haven't walked for like six weeks. Oh, it's so fun in there. Yeah, yeah, I love I love strolling around in there. But we try to keep a good pace, like we're walking Lake Calhoun in the sure, summer. Sure, sure. So, um, but I'm driving on the way, and she's like 12 minutes away. So I think, oh, I'm going to listen to the morning show and see what those guys mm-hmm. are up to, Jason and the gang. And turn on, turn on the radio, and uh, uh, I hear just, it's like 8.32, and Donnie's just slipping in the studio. Just, Donnie, do you work? We have to play it. It is hysterical. Here we go. Anyway, yeah. now, Donnie, uh, yeah. you're here for a reason. Uh, I got to tell you, I don't think we ever told you this. We love getting emails from you in the afternoon uh, <laughs> when you know, when you report to us some shenanigans <laughs> on your show, because mm-hmm. you know, you're we live for this. Oh, mm-hmm. and Lori and yes. Julia are nutter butters. Yeah. So what happened? I have the clip ready to go, but set okay. this up for us. Uh, somehow Project Down and Dirty came up. I don't know somehow. exactly how. I don't know exactly yeah, how, but then coming. we got an email from somebody who called himself or herself Nana. And I said, guys, we got an email from Nana. Oh, I know what it was. We had the people on from As You Like It from the Guthrie. Shakespeare. Oh, got it. Oh, okay. Nice. And that is uh, what you know provoked this woman to say, Nana, to say, Project Down and Dirty Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I proceeded I like to read that email on the air, <laughs> and then all hell broke loose. <laughs> Here, here we go. It's so stressed out. You can't even talk about it. Julia, why would we? We're, let us go down a memory. Let us fantasize about Brad Pitt and Angelina doing Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? That's never going to happen. Instead of lunging into next October. You are. Geez. Let's talk about the state fair next. No, I refuse. <laughs> Daddy, that's a really funny one. I like that idea. I think it'd be a hoot. Yeah, as you started out this segment, I took acting classes and I did. But so what? But Donnie, you are a theater oh, adult now. You were a theater kid and now you're a theater adult. <laughs> like I'm watching you turn red. You get so oh verklempt when we talk about this. I like to do stuff I'm good at. 
Okay, that's my lane. We're gonna have Project Down and Dirty kickboxing. Class. Yeah, okay, I can do that. I mean, Project Down and Dirty shopping. Oh, I can do that. Project too. Down and Dirty hair blowouts. Lori's <laughs> taking sell, smelling salt. Yes, that's Project Down and Dirty okay. snarky Hollywood Snark? sneak. No, I mean, I don't know. No, I just. Jeez, oh, now we missed the telling the story about how happy. Uh, oh darn it! The darn. folks are Emily, Emily De Chanel, and David Baranz. They sued Fox because. Okay, so is that the end of it for that yeah, hour? Yeah. Right, uh, that, yes, yes, and then, and then we then we came back to it out. because I started the next hour with a little reading from Shakespeare. Now I have this. Here we go. All right, so if you're just joining us. We someone had a brilliant idea that our next project down and dirty should project be project down and dirty Shakespeare, mm-hmm. and, and Laurie is, and Donnie are teasing me during the halftime here that Laurie's going to have to have cue cards that say this, and the next one would see if no, for you, yeah. you for you, and the next one would see this. So I, and then and then and they'd have to be gigantic lettering because oh you wouldn't God. be able to see from across right. the stage. So I went. And, and uh, listener Amy said, why don't you do a Midsummer Night stream? It's a comedy and right. we could all have fun. So I looked up yeah. the the words and it's, and I gave oh, no. Lori's, oh, I'm going to no. be thesis. No, Lori's going to well, be. a guy, I think. Yeah, Lori will be Hippotonia. No. And Donnie's going to be. Wait a minute, Donnie, please tell me, please tell me they're not going to read from this, Donnie, please, are they reading, are they going to reenact this? I, I don't, I, I, it's all a blur. Um, Prostate. Prostate, that's the character name is Prostate. The unpronounceable Shakespeare. Here's me doing a little Shakespeare. Being thesis. Go, Philistrate, stir up the Athenian youth to merriments, awake the pert and nimble spirit of mirth. Turn melancholy forth for two funerals. The pale companion is not for a pomp. People will poke their eyes out. Yeah, I know. It could be like some bird bark. But then you could come out just as a hippopotamus being Hippolonia. Hippolonia, I'm so happy thesis to meet you. Where's prostate? The best part is... The king doth keep his revels here tonight. Uh. Take heed the queen come not within his sight. For Oberon is passing fell and Yeah, wrath. no, you two are making me sick. You <laughs> like this line. No, I don't like any of this you exercise. Like this one. Look at the Guthrie, what you have done to our show. No, you, I think if we did a spoof on a Shakespeare play. I don't like want to talk about that thing they make us do every October right now. We're trying okay, to get okay. through winter. It is the winter of our discontent. Oh, oh, Oh my gosh. I love how she has me playing prostate. Yeah. Yeah. It's a leading role. She did want to come out in a hippopotamus costume. Because you're Hippolonia. Actually, later later she later she called Lori Apollonia. I said, what is this? Vanity Six? Is this Shakespeare now? Oh they do Lord. realize they're making the case for this to be of course. Project Down and well, Dirty. Well, guess who I sent the email to? Oh. B. Arthur and Dan <laughs> No. <laughs> no, you didn't, Dad. Oh, 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 Lori's getting worried again. Oh. So no. Julia's view cards would have one word on each card. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Dad. Imagine being the person who has to flip those cards. <laughs> no. oh. All jokes aside, could you imagine those two trying to do Shakespeare? <laughs> oh. I, I would pay 
a lot of money <laughs> yes. to see that. Yes. Oh, especially because Lori would be just so bitter. You know what I mean? She'd yeah. be so. She'd be so. She'd be like me during rock band. You know. <laughs> I hate that. But Julia, Julia would try so earnestly to get through it, and she wouldn't be able. You know, she just wouldn't be able to. Oh gosh! Please make this happen. No. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it as much oh, my as I gosh. did. Oh, that was good. Oh. Prostate, that- come here. Honey, so let's just, uh, just stop that for a So you what? let them know of little things we talk about? Is that how they, are you the mole? It's all only if it's really gold. It's really funny oh. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah like not, not every day. Do oh, they no, let us no. know their gold? No, no, we. Yeah, you well, have to be th- listening to them. That's how no. I found out about well, this. Well, Donnie, send. Yeah, no, Donnie. No, Donnie, I, I sent wants, it to them and thought they'd enjoy. He it. You want to be on the. He likes no, to be. No, he likes to make appearances cross, on. No, it's not. The Jason, Alexis, and Don show. It's cross which promotion. Is too much to say. Therefore, I never even realized that we always referred to them as the morning show. Right. Which they don't like. I think they do secretly like it because <laughs> then they can call this the afternoon, afternoon show. show yeah. Even though you know. <laughs> Ever knows it's Lori and Julia. <laughs> See, now you're starting it all over again. But I really, I loved watching your oh blood pressure gosh. go up Lori, oh, during yeah. this. No, no, no. I We're not making so any hard. kind of commitments. We don't need to think about it or anything. Look no. at how you just get so stressed. <laughs> because, Julia, this is a terrible idea. Okay? Yes. Donnie, I want you to know I gave you a starring role. You did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That's very that nice. Thesis. But this is never going to happen. They're never going to pay somebody to write it in modern language. See, that's going to be what would have to have happen. Because otherwise, how, well, who would buy a ticket? Huh? Oh, Lori. You'd yeah. be surprised. Jason would buy a ticket. Well, Jason, but, you know, I mean, that's just one. Party of one. <laughs> theater of one. Oh, I think it could be right, so we, funny. All right, listen, we got to go because we got to get to her story. We can't get enough of it. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, a star is born. The campaign is not over yet. Lady Gaga stopped by Jimmy Kimmel last night. She looked like a million. I think it was bucks. a surprise because her name was not on. Yeah, who, it was, was on the it was on the DVR. It was. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah, okay. it was. It was a listed appearance. So, and she came out in a great outfit with a handbag, and she pulls out her Oscar. But she wants to set the record straight because Jimmy does bring up. The performance at the Oscars, which was just amazing between her and Bradley Cooper singing Shallow. Caused this big controversy because it was such an emote, you had such a connection with Bradley that instantly, and I guess this is a compliment, people started saying like, oh, you, they must be, they must be in yeah. love. First love. of all, like, <laughs> like social media, quite frankly, is the toilet of the internet. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's just like, I, and, and what it has done to pop culture is just like abysmal. And 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 yes, people saw love. And guess what? That's what we wanted you to see. I've had my arms wrapped around Tony Bennett for three years touring the world. I mean, like when you're singing love songs, that's what you want people to feel. Are you having an affair with Tony Bennett? Be honest. No. No. I'm an artist, and I guess we did a good job. And full yeah. job. Wow. I knew you'd well like done. it when she said so, I, right? social media, the toilet of the internet, and what it's done to pop culture. And I mean, Lady Gaga's like 31, you know, but she's remembering it wasn't, when she started out, you know, it wasn't all that. I so, feel like, yeah. Anyway, she's just, she's like, I fooled ya. And she was so cute. And I, 
I get that, you know, she is you know, like, I loved her as Allie in A Star oh, Born. You know, I just loved her. And I love how she is in real life, how she was. She was being irreverent and funny and cool. And it's cute that she's carrying her Oscar around in yeah. a bag. And it's cute that she's looking at it like it's the love of her life and not Bradley Cooper. And so let's play this some more from the interview. Okay. Yeah. What have you been doing since, like, what has happened since Sunday night? You know, it's just been incredible. I swear when we won, it was like my whole artistic journey flashed before my eyes. And I instantly saw myself sitting on my stoop of my studio apartment in New York City on the concrete with my keyboard next to me, trying to figure out how I was going to lug my keyboard again up my walk up. And, you know, it's just it's incredible. You know, this was hard work. Yeah, sure. And I, you know, I said it in my speech, and I'll say it again. If you work hard and you don't give up, you can do anything. And it's just... All right. I know. Well, she just was very effusive, and I really... I love her message. She thanked Jimmy Kimmel for making a donation to her Born This Way Foundation about, you know, for mental health and awareness. And and then... uh, um, you know, he really complimented her on how that performance. He said that is going to be one of the oh. Oscar moments that gets replayed. It was mm-hmm. just sure. so, so gripping. Great. And yeah. so here she is talking about Bradley and her performance. Bradley did a great job. And oh. I've known him for a long time. And the idea of, I mean, it's one thing to go on stage and sing on the Oscars. That's terrifying just to start. But then to sing with you and to, you know, be trading lines with you in a movie, you can pick and choose. But... You're on live television. Was he terrified? No. No. Because we practiced and we worked hard, you know. Bradley's a musician. I mean, my favorite thing about the whole experience was I was just so excited for people not only at home, but, you know, our peers in the room to see him sing live. To and see know that he can that sing he live. He sang every take in this movie live every single wow. time. I mean, and I was... I was so excited, and, you know, I was in the moment, but, you know, when we started and he starts singing Tell Me Something, Girl, the whole audience started cheering, and I was like, yes, Bradley, like, (laughs) yes, they love it, keep going, we've got this, you know, it was great. I wish this had been the Oscar campaign. I no wish kidding. that she'd been going out and doing this kind of stuff. She's so cheerful and joyful. Why are you sad that, that they didn't get more awards, Larry? Uh, yeah, I really, really am, Julia. <laughs> it just bothers me so much. It just won't go away. And Donnie posted, you know, they just released another song. Donnie yep. posted it. There's Here she is, Lady Gaga, talking to Kimmel about the 12 minutes because The Star is Born is being released for one week in the theaters. Right. You've added some footage to uh, this well, new I version. didn't add it. Bradley added it. Bradley added yeah. it, right. But it's uh, 12 minutes of additional footage. It's a Star is Born encore. Uh, and he did it because he was working on the version of the film for, you know, home, for when you guys, you know, buy it off the internet. Mm-hmm. So go see it in theaters. It'll be Have out for a week. Have you seen it in a theater? Uh, the movie? Yeah. Yes. With, like, real paying customers? Yeah. Well, I'm assuming <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> Sometimes you see it at like a, you know, a big screening or whatever. Oh yeah, I'm like squatted in the back with the popcorn, like hiding, and then I sneak in 30 minutes out because like the end of the movie is so sad that I can't take it, so I'm just like crying with my popcorn. Like, oh, yeah. is there a new ending in the... 12 additional minutes. Yes. Jack and Allie moved to the valley gonna, and adopt a few kids, maybe. You're gonna have to go see it to find out. And it's only for one week. So only you for go. one week. Yeah, you should go. It, it comes out Friday. I think it's more concert footage. Yeah, but I think it it's so fun. Yeah, I love it, it that he does the editing. I mean, imagine well, he did it at home so. too. And, yeah. and and she's such an unabashed, just like Go see it. Still so, so starry-eyed that she got to do this. Yeah. You know, and I think she's so great in it. And, and when they were performing, I, I remember tweeting out, I think, please let these two win an Oscar. I just wanted that to be the upsetting thing of the night, you know. But, but let's play the last one. When you gave your speech, were you ready? Is this something that you'd ever imagine yourself giving a speech at the Academy Awards? <laughs> Actually, so I, I got a job and I was a hostess. And my, my mom and dad used to go to the bar and they'd be with their friends who were like writers and artists. And, you know, sometimes, you know, no one would be coming in the restaurant and I'd be standing there just with nothing to do. And I would just go, I'd like to thank the Academy <laughs> for this tremendous honor. I wanted to be an actress my whole life. You know, and so I would like, you know, practice my acceptance speech and everyone at the bar would howl with laughter like, that that's is- never going to happen. Oh, really? <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Who hasn't done that? Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, it's so. I, it was just she was very. Yep. And I did love when you know she's like fooled ya. She said yeah. to everybody, fooled yep. ya. So she's she, like, it's a love song. We wanted you to feel the love. I mean, I mean, we did. We did. And I so apparently the night Friday night of the Oscars, the Oscars were on Sunday night. Friday mm-hmm. night, CAA, which is her agency, which her fiance, her ex fiance, works for. They had a big party for the Oscars. She said two ex fiancés. Uh huh. She has engaged twice. She has, and so they were there, and you know, Bradley and her are very huggy dovey Mm because they're these great friends, right? And her fiance is ex ex fiance is over, kind of watching, and uh, yeah, too bad. Did he have a sad look on his face? What's the rest of the story? Sad look on his face because Arena Shake posted. Photo of herself from Oscar night today, this mm-hmm. morning on Insta. It's just a solemn close up of her on Oscar day, not smiling, just solemnly looking into the camera. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means, but um, it's it's just yep. A, it's just a look of her with her big old pouty yep. lips. Yeah, yeah. she's just, just saying back to me now, people. Mm-hmm. The camera is on me, and so, it loves me. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, there's no nothing happening there, no. and we really didn't think that there was, but we were living for the... For the um, for the drama. It was perfect. It, it was so great it was the perfect. way it was. Yeah, and I she kind of went on to Kimmel about Bradley wanted to light the audience, and Lady Gaga had to call her lighting guy and say, Bradley wants everyone bathed in amber. 
And it and was. They, they and were. It, isn't that kind of amazing how much work they went through to make sure that... That performance and no introduction. He didn't want the introduction. No, he wanted them. So anyway, all right, listen, we come back. We are talking to Laura Sims about her debut novel, Looker. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? All right, granted, we don't do sports a lot, but this is a story that we can't pass up. Bryce Harper leaving the Washington Nationals. He is going to go to the Philadelphia Phillies. A 13-year contract worth $330 million. Not too shabby. Also trending today is the fact that the Jonas Brothers are back together and they're going to give us some new music and we're going to hear it tomorrow. And uh, finally, cool story, five Minnesotans are competing on NBC's World of Dance, which uh, debuted just a couple of days ago. Five. Congratulations to Larkin Dance Studio. All right, let's see. Uh, we got to check the forecast. It is calling for cloudy skies tonight, five for the low. We have snow coming in tomorrow. This is after 10 a.m., and it will continue for a while, but not a lot. Two to four inches. Two to four inches. It should wrap up by around 9 o'clock. Uh, 22 will be your high tomorrow. 16 and partly sunny on Saturday. Get rewarded for listening to my talk. Our app includes listener rewards pricing. You can enter to win a remote car starter, wireless earbuds, or a Culver's gift card. Listener rewards. Get the app or go online and register with listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. We are not familiar with your poetry, but we've read your book, Looker. So thanks for being with us, Laura. Thank you for having me. Okay, yes. so uh, des- describe for us your novel, Looker. Okay, well, it's about a woman whose life is kind of spiraling out of control. Um, her husband has recently left her, at least in part due to her infertility. They'd wanted to have kids, and they couldn't have kids, and they've their marriage has ended. So things just start to get really bad for her, and she's always had an interest in the famous actress who lives a few houses down from them in their neighborhood in a, a area very much like Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, but as her life kind of spirals out of control, she becomes increasingly obsessed with her, and she starts to act out in very strange and disturbing ways. I know. You know yeah. who I kept picturing as the famous <laughs> actress as I was reading this? And just, I'm like, it's either Michelle Williams or Maggie Gyllenhaal. And I only said that because those, those are the two actresses I know that live in right. Brooklyn. That live in Brooklyn. Yeah. Right. I know. Yeah. No. Okay. I, so this story is is dark. And I would say definitely if you have, if you're trying to get pregnant, this right. is not the book for it you. It is not the book. No. You know, to read, it's it would be very triggering. But was this book, I mean, how did you get the idea because it is a dark story. Yes, it is. It is. I, you know, I used to live in an area of Brooklyn that where, uh, you know, several kind of celebrity couples lived mm-hmm. and you would kind of see them around sometimes. And, you know, in New York, you're, you're close. You're living right next to people. Right. So who, stalking who, is. Yeah, you're not stalking them. I was not yeah. stalking anyone. Yeah. But. 
you, you know, you see their lives and you see like what a difference there is between their lives and your own. And I was walking home from the grocery one day and I think it was the middle of August and it was blazingly hot and humid. And I had like 20 grocery bags I was carrying and I was about to carry them up to the fourth floor walk mm-hmm. up, you know, yeah. and I passed one of these, you know, glamorous people and she looked very just you know, wonderfully styled and fresh, like fresh from the salon. And I felt this normal kind of upwelling of envy that, you you know, that all of us feel, right? Right. But then this voice popped into my head, like that was the voice of the narrator. And and she was a lot angrier and, and more envious than I was. And so I went home and I started writing it. And just writing the voice down, basically, and letting it kind of lead me where it would. And then that night, I actually dreamed that I was, and I hadn't thought like, oh, this is a novel or this is what I'm going to call it or any of that. But that night, I had a dream. I was holding a finished book, and it said Looker by Laura Sims. Oh, my gosh. That is wild. It was crazy, and so I was like, I have to write this novel. I know, I have, go- I have goosebumps from you just saying know, that, because you were... I know, it sounds made up, right. but it is true. How long did it, it take true. you to write it, then, once you thought, I'm going to write my first novel? Yeah, it took me a few years, off and on, because I was doing other things, you know, as you mentioned, I was working on poetry, mm-hmm. and um, I had been kind of working on young adult fiction, um, And so I, you know, I was kind of jumping between projects, but it was kind of my like passion project on the side. So I was always really excited to return to it whenever I could. Yeah. And I I love the, you know, the protagonist that is telling the story of her complete unraveling also teaches poetry at night. And I did, I did quite enjoy the side story with her and the one student. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I. It's good, right? Because it was like, it was a touchstone. It could have been a touchstone for her. I'm not sure which direction, but she at that point was just so. I mean, I really felt the heartache of her not being able to get pregnant. I know. Did you, Laura, ever struggle with infertility? Yeah, I definitely, you you know, I did. Yeah. Um, trying to get pregnant with my son, which eventually worked out, but you know, it's hell mm-hmm. it's, and it can be yeah, yeah, so heartbreaking. And you kind of look around and you see like in the neighborhood where we lived in Brooklyn, like it's full of families and everybody else seems to be having an easy time, which is not the case, sure. but it feels that way. You know, it's when a you're really struggling. weird place to be in. Cause I struggled as well. And I yeah. thought, and so, you know, and I, I was thinking, because I, I thought this would be more of a psychological thriller, but I felt like, mm. you know, it's really a, a character study on what happens when you cannot get yeah. what you want. And, you're, and you've and lost you, yeah. everything. And you've lost, and it right. drives you to lose everything and drives everyone away when your yeah, focus definitely. is so narrow. Yeah, and it's also a lot, I feel like, about, and this was not intentional, but looking at it now, I see that it's a lot about society's expectations for women. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not just that she wants to have a kid. It's also, she wants to join, you know, what people are doing that mm-hmm. she sees around her because 
she feels like that's part of what you do, you know? Right. Yeah. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Laura Sims. It's her first novel, Looker. Has has Reese Witherspoon optioned your book or what's going on? We have to always ask everybody um, that. Well, it has been optioned. Very exciting. Um, Entertainment One optioned the rights for on behalf of Emily Mortimer and her husband, Alessandro Nivola, have a production company called King Bee, and they're going to turn it into a limited series. That's, yeah. Which I'm really excited about. Will Emily star in it? Because we just saw her in Mary Poppins. Exactly. She will be the narrator. She will. And we've met with her, and she's just wonderful, and she totally gets the book, and... So it's really, it's exciting. What okay, you, that, seriously. That is, I know, you, that's You amazing. write poetry and then you write your first, first novel. novel and now and then, I know. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. It's well, how crazy. fun for you. Congratulations. Thank you. That's exciting. Thank you very much. Gosh. It is. Will it you really have is. much control over the screenplay? I don't know. They actually asked me if I would be interested in writing it. And at first I said yes. And then... When I thought about it more and talked it over with my agent, I was like, I think actually I'd rather consult, Yeah, you know, and I think either way, you're not going to have super control over, you know, like you think you will if you write the screenplay, but but you still won't. Yeah, well, I hope we sold your um, book for at least six figures, Laura. Uh, That would make us really happy. You don't have to tell us, but it would make us really, really happy about it. And I do think that that is kind of a trend now to ask the novelists ever since, you know, like Gillian Flynn, she wrote Gone Girl, and then she wrote that the screenplay, and then she did... uh, you know, for for another movie of hers. So, yep. she, but she also covered yeah, television. She, she was a reporter. Maybe yeah, it's a I whole different she wanted, way. Definitely, and I, it's clear she has wanted to move in that direction. And mm-hmm. I don't really want to. Yeah. I want to keep writing. No, your lane. So. I like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what makes <laughs> exactly. you comfortable? So exactly. We have to ask you something, yeah. Laura. That we ask sure. everybody. What's the last sure. great book that you read? The last great book that I read. Oh gosh! Whenever anyone asks me this. I totally blank out, but actually I have one. Okay. Um, it is called The Queen's Gambit. It's by Walter Tevis. It's a little bit old. It's from the 1980s, if you can believe it. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it is, he wrote The Color of Money and oh, uh-huh. The Man Who Fell to Earth, like some movie, some books that were turned into movies a while ago. But it's a wonderful book. It's about this young orphaned girl who becomes a chess prodigy and champion and you're just kind of with her in her life journey and she struggles with addiction and she defeats all these like Russian champions Um, and it's just it's the kind of psychological thriller that I like which Mm -hmm. is kind of weird and I feel like Looker is kind of a weird you know psychological Uh thriller so it's like just reading it I just Loved it. Oh, Just good. loved it. Right, I highly recommend it. All right, that's yeah. good. And I, we did not know that uh, the same author wrote those other, because we're no. familiar with those two. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, those were much more well-known. Yeah. But a friend gave me this, and I think it's kind of a cult classic. Oh, all right. What's so, it called again? The Queen's Gambit. <laughs> the Queen's Gambit. Gloria, you'll ask me. I'll take the notes. Mm-hmm. All right. 
And um, what a treat for us to to meet you, and what an exciting time in your life. And thank you for being on our show. The book is Looker by Laura Sims. Are you already starting your next book, Laura? I am, yes. Can you tease it a little bit? I'm trying. You're trying. It is. I can tease it a little. It's, It's about a receptionist who works at a bank, and... She's a poet on the side. Again, poetry is going to play a bit of a role. But she has this really perfectly balanced life with her work and then her creative work. And then she starts getting these calls, these phone calls from this man who kind of threatens her slash harasses her. And then he kind of becomes her muse and... Very strange things happen from there. All right, that sounds good. That's same posted. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like: This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Laura, thank you so much. Thank you so much. For the TV that series was... and keep writing and uh, thanks thank for being you. on our show. Thanks so much for having me. Thank okay. you. We've got a couple of copies to give away, 651-641-1071. When we come back, we've got a notable obituary and a brand new song. She was on The Voice, yes. Lauren Daigle. There you go. That's yes. a good song. And she was also no. on Jimmy Kimmel last night. No, the night before. She's really good, that Lauren Daigle. Uh, did you see Jimmy Kimmel's Lie Witness News the night before last uh, where he said uh, North Korea was made to the 51st 50, state? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was hysterical. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, he's yeah. really funny. He's yeah. I like him. Even my mom now, she's like, I have to watch, watch him. She DVRs it, but he makes her happy, his monologue. It makes you happy. He's yeah, funny. Yeah, he's funny. He's very funny. Yeah, he's good. So just a couple of local notable obituaries before we move on to some music news. Yeah. This was in today's paper. Bob Bolt, who was um, the designer and art director for some of Minneapolis's most prominent events and images. I give you Target's Bullseye logo. Wow. Oh, really? The oh. Daisy and Jubilee sale icons for Dayton's. Yeah. The Spring Flower Show. Oh, which that loved. that. Uh, that logo, and even as he, as a retiree, he kept creating and designing logos and programs for his church all by hand and all with the same care and detail he gave to Dayton's and Targets. And um, when he died on February 11th at age 90, after a fall and another complication, he, it was no surprise he'd already served as the art director of his own memorial service. He designed the program, written oh. an obituary. And left a file full of notes about his last big event, Bob Bolt, grand finale, facts, thoughts, questions. Mm. Oh, that's so sweet. So anyway, at office holidays, he performed magic tricks. He was known for wearing bow ties. And he just sounded like a, a fun cool, character. cool cat. Yeah. And he, um, yeah, he, he uh, did that. I mean, the bullseye. I mean, talk about an mm-hmm. iconic logo. Wow, yeah. yeah. Do you, hmm. um, you know, you said that he fell. Yeah, I just um, was at uh, 
Carlson Women Dentistry today, mm-hmm. and there was a woman sitting right next to me with crampons, which are the things that you put on your boots. If you're going to be like climbing, and, ice climber. No, just no, just walk? walking around. Oh, oh just walking. Because mm-hmm. so many people fall, and that's the biggest fear of people when you get to a certain age is yeah. that you're going to fall. So there's they're crampons and you can get them at a mountaineering store or or, rei yeah or or you could lord i i ordered them online and got myself a pair because it was so icy the week that you were gone you i got myself a pair my friend wears them when she walks her dogs (laughs) yeah because you can't see i went on a walk around my block and i almost wiped out twice so just a little i love it how much do crampons they're 19.99 all right yeah i got three pairs and sent back two because i just didn't know what size and which one i'd like but pookie turned me on to them and i saw a lady with them this morning she goes yeah i'm not gonna fall they're they're you know and they're simple to get on and off yeah 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 you just just put them on a pair of boots and you're good to go nice that's what i thought so i just thought heads up for people yeah because it's slippery Yeah, yeah no i i I don't want, I mean, my mom fell the other day just in a room tripping over a dog and part of a robe. I'm like, are we going to have to put you in a helmet? <laughs> those, the dog. those dogs, though, they're always, they they're get underfoot. Yes. under yeah. your feet. They do get in the way. My sister's like, I'm going to get mom a baby monitor, except her snoring will keep me awake. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this is the second time that my mom has like fallen in her bedroom slash bathroom. Because the, the dogs are right there and they're right under your feet? Yes, yeah. they get under your feet. I'm like, you're going to have to kick those dogs out of the room when you no change. No kidding. She's oh. like, well, they're the only people who see me naked anymore. You know, she's <laughs> take have a, a picture audience. and send it to you. <laughs> Say, mom, take a picture and send it to me. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Donnie, let's listen to Selena Gomez. Is must uh, be feeling really good about everything. She dropped her first single since uh, it's been a while. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen is that when her yeah. last song was? Um, I love that song, "Same Old Love." That's I do such too. A good song. That was her last album, Revival. And uh, it, the song is called I Can't Get Enough, and it features Jay Balvin. Here we go. Crazy. I like that. You like that. So let's be crazy. The contact, impact. I want that daily. A breath getting deeper, deeper lately. I like that, baby. Cause I can't get enough. Like the belly dancer, kind of that little flavor. I kind of like it. Yeah, I think that's like a girl, girl I always think now the way they do this, they drop like the what will really be the third most popular right. song, and then they wait, you know, then Let the second, and, and then they drop the other song right for the album. Yeah, yeah right. right. I know it's then soft. you can be one, two, and three in the Billboard's Hot 100. Well, speaking of Seven Rings, Ariana Grande might be back with her ex, Big Sean. They were in a car together after spending time in the recording studio. Oh, he's cute. They dated. Ariana Grande dated him. What happened to them? They dated for a year in 2014, and they split up in 2005, or 2015, excuse me. At the time of their split, she was said to be humiliated by his track, Stay Down, which I guess was about her. Oh, but they were getting cozy, and he's awfully cute. And, of course, there's no better place sometimes to go back as an ex, and you've had some time apart, and now yeah. it's four years later. Yeah. Everybody's grown up a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I don't know. He's, he's just, really hot. Yeah, isn't he cute? Yeah, yeah he's time. that guy. 
Big time. So anyway, she might be, you know... She swore off relationships. Yeah, and why not? So this is not like having a relationship no. with when it's an ex. <laughs> You've already been there, done that. Right. You don't have to put a label on it. You don't have to own it. Yeah, you don't have to We're just it. hanging out. Now, Ed Sheeran, he might, be, might have married his longtime girlfriend who he's known since like eighth grade. Remember, he was um, redoing a like a um, like he got married before Christmas. Didn't even tell anybody. He was redoing like an old barn or something in Ireland that he wanted to get married in. Yeah. It was something that he grew up around. I remember some story about it, and then he was refurnishing, re- rehabbing it, or whatever you do. And well, you um, would know those words better than dying. But, right? but I think that's what he did, and I think that was where he got married. I feel like I watched it on something inside. Inside with, you know... Inside Edition? The no, guy that no. plays all of his own instruments. <laughs> uh, no, you know... Ed plays, Sheeran plays, plays all, all of his yeah. own yeah, instruments. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're okay. looking at Julia like, yeah, we know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, you know yeah, what I mean. He plays all of his own instruments. Yeah, yes, he's... I and I was thinking of that listening to, um, uh, you know, Selena Gomez. There's no instruments. It's all auto tune. Oh it's, yeah, it's it, all co- electronic it, it's and all computer. It kind of reminded me yeah. of like, um, like Britney could be singing it too. Yes, exactly. It, it felt very yes. Well, she seems very exuberant. She's back on, um, you know, Insta, and she's showing us some fabulous green eyeshadow, like mermaid green. Oh. Someone only 23 could wear, or 25. You need very smooth eyebrows to wear this sparkly and bright of a green. I am telling you, yes, you do. Yeah, I mean, yes, you've you got to have some just like smooth skin. But boy, she is just so darn cute. I'm glad that she is in a Ariana good place. Grande? No, I'm talking about Selena. Oh, Selena Gomez, yes. Selena, because we were talking about her yes. song. And so mazel to you, Ed Sheeran. Yes. I can totally believe it. He's been he that girl he knows that Lee that the girlfriend knew him when oh yeah and that's kind of fun Bon Jovi did the same thing he he married Dorothea somebody knew since high school right and then maybe he maybe did or maybe didn't have Northern Minnesota side sauce we don't know but we do know but we but we don't know (laughs) not really because who even knows Mm -hmm. thank God for all those people in the olden days there were no cameras there's no proof yeah I know. There's no... Do you think that's why so many rockers and people will come on vacation in Minnesota? Because you can put on a baseball hat and be in a boat and nobody or knows Or anywhere. Who you know, just you, you don't go to a popular place. Yeah. yeah. Because, damn, you don't want anyone to know where you are. That's right. All right. But people, well, people know, know where, where we, we are. are. We're in our studio. 107.1. That's I'm right. Relieved. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right, listen, we'll be back.